This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, but you know the old saying, a picture's worth a thousand words? Well, several pictures could be worth millions of dollars if they're filmed in and around Toronto. So the saying goes, we know we're Hollywood North, but it ain't necessarily always going to be that way unless somebody's in Los Angeles to uh, pump our tires. And the mayor seems to find his way down to uh, California in that regard. And he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto to tell us all about it. John Tory, how are you this afternoon? Hey, I'm great, John. How are you? All right. You still in Los Angeles? Yes. Uh, we've just finished our morning meetings because the time change is a bit different here with uh, some studios that haven't been to Toronto for a while. And we were sort of going there to say, well, why not? Uh, we were at a place, for example, called Legendary Pictures, and they did Pacific Rim, which a lot of listeners will remember. And they filmed it in Toronto in 2013. So we're going to companies like that as well as the ones that do come to Toronto and saying, is there anything that's stopping you from coming? Is there something we could do to get you to come back? And that's what it's about. It's like a lot of people listening, they go to see their customers and uh, thank them for the business and say, we want more. And that's what this trip's all about. And we brought 30 people with us, or at least 30, maybe 40 people from the industry in Toronto uh, to help us fan out and, and uh, go see the customers and get more business. Are you keeping your receipts? Oh, you mean for the cost of the trip? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah just... You know, the cost, I tell you, though, seriously, though, I, I, people have the right to know that. I mean, the, the cost is the air ticket, you know, to fly me here, uh, and then a hotel for two nights, and that's kind of it. I mean, the, well, we, we, we do put on a reception last night, for example, but, you know, I would argue that we had at the reception last night probably 200 people from the Los Angeles-based film industry, the people who decide where things are going to be filmed, whether it's Atlanta, New York, Los Angeles, Toronto, and uh, so, you know, we, we, uh, we had a reception for them. I just think this is money well spent, and everybody out there listening who's in a business knows that that's the kind of stuff you have to do, and we don't spend a lot. The whole One journalist estimated this morning the cost of the trip was $10,000 in total, and I would have said, well, if it's $10,000 for a $2 billion industry, uh, 30,000 jobs in Toronto, that's a good investment. You might be uh, referencing our friend Sue Ann from The Sun. She's wondering why Michael Thompson and Paula Fletcher are in tow. Well, in Michael Thompson's case, he's the head of the Economic Development Committee, and in Paula Fletcher's case, she uh, represents the area that has most of the film studios and has been for a number of years now the chair of the film and television and digital board, it's called, for the city. So, you know, people can raise arguments about these things. I will just tell you that the people you should ask about this would be the people in the industry. And I really do invite you, John, to, to ask any of them to come on the show and say, do you think the presence of the mayor uh, and these councillors uh, with us in Los Angeles, and we have our unions with us that, that are farming so much of the crews that, that do a good job for these people, I would invite you to call any one of them and say, do you think this trip is, is it important to you in the industry that they do this because do you think it makes a positive difference? And they will overwhelming. They call me like six months before we book the date to say, please book the date. It's important. We need you to go down there because people will see me. And it's not me. It's they'll see the mayor of Toronto, whoever that is, um, that otherwise may not see uh, some of these people about business. And uh, so they'll tell you. And I think they're the ones we should listen to when they have 30,000 jobs. Uh, that are at stake on this, and the cost of it is, I think, very defensible when it comes to the amount that's at stake. Again, with Mayor Tory uh, in Los Angeles to uh, sell the city as a hub for television and film production. Any firm commitments, or is that something that comes later? Well, no, I mean, you're generally working ahead on this. In other words, you're kind of going down and prospecting. So we were working the previous two years on Netflix, because Netflix was emerging as a a bigger and bigger content producer, as many of the listeners will know. 
And so this year we got from them a commitment to make Toronto a production hub. So we're going to have huge numbers, huge numbers of productions done by Netflix in Toronto. And they've made commitments to studio space with some of the people that we have in that business in Toronto now. And they're going to be hiring our crews. In fact, they're doing it already. So, you know, but it took a year and a half. Uh, and I was phoning them all the time and not harassing them, but really keeping on them. Like, again, like you have to do if you're selling anything. And so I think what you get is the the payoffs come, you know, later. And uh, many of these studios, I will tell you, told us of projects they're going to be putting in Toronto this year. Uh, and so, you know, the answer is yes, there's lots happening. But I think the real payoff for this year's trip comes in the next 12 months when they sort of are making the decision and Toronto ends up on top. It's not totally because of this trip. I'm honest about that, but I think this helps. All right. Well, we have a low dollar on the exchange rate, so there's something like that to incent these people. What else do we have here to offer? I mean, we're not talking about tax breaks or subsidies, are we? Oh, well, we are, actually, and this is an area where you would get me to, uh, you know, notwithstanding the other issues we've got going on, um, the tax credits that the government of Ontario has offered for many years are really, really important. You know, when I first came here four years ago, they said, it's not all about the money, but quite frankly, John, it's about the money. Because these are all uh, businesses that have very narrow margins on their film and television productions. And I will commend, I really want to commend uh, Premier Doug Ford for the fact that, uh, you know, he he committed this to me just because I asked probably four or five months ago just that that they not tamper with those tax credits in their budget because of the importance of this industry and the 30,000 jobs and the and the $2 billion in production, and in their budget, they did not touch them. They left them because I think they recognize we more than get the money back. And so I want to commend him and his government for the fact they left those things uh, alone. And, and, John, when you sort of say, well, you know, why do we have to do this? I guess the answer is because all of our competitors. I mean, the principal competition we have for film and television production would be Vancouver, Atlanta, uh, Montreal, and they all have, in fact, you could argue that BC and Quebec have more generous tax credits than we have, uh, but we have tax credits that are solid and competitive, and Mr. Ford and his government left them alone, and the industry are very happy about that, uh, together with the low dollar, as you said. And then the only things that we have that are beyond that, which are very important, are excellent crews, like really excellent crews. That's the 30,000 people that work in the business, and uh, a city that people love. Like, they just love coming to Toronto, and they say that bit of a bit of a bad commentary from time to time about uh, about winter. So last night I pulled my phone out when I spoke to this big reception we had, and at that moment I knew that it was sort of cool in Toronto, but it was also cool here, and I said, well, I'm here to set to rest all this baloney about the weather. It's 61 degrees Fahrenheit in Los Angeles and 59 degrees in Toronto, so let's end that discussion about weather. I was kind of forgetting about February. You know, uh, what really impresses me is that you and Doug are talking about budgetary matters and you're on the same page. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a relief or it's a, a change. <laughs> Look, I, John, I really believe in the context of all this that the, the, the biggest uh, concern and, uh, and frankly objection, I'll say that word, uh, that I have with what's being done here is, is I think some of these uh, cuts were very in very ill-advised areas where I think you, you're going to... On public health, for example, I think public health is meant to keep people out of the hospital and away from the doctor's office. And one argues that if you invest properly in public health, you will keep people away from spending even more by being in the hospital. But what I really objected to, and I still do, is the fact that these cuts uh, were made without any of the kind of discussion I had. And it was a three-minute discussion we had on the film tax credits, but I said it's really important to Toronto. It's a big industry. It employs a lot of people, et cetera, et cetera. 
if I'd had the chance and other people in our government to talk about childcare, to talk about public health, uh, to talk about the tourism money, uh, then I think we might have come to a different answer, found ways to address their financial concerns, which I understand. But you've got to work together. You can't just send unilateral emails to people and say, oh, by the way, uh, some finance department official told us just to take a red pencil to your public health expenditures. It just it can't work that way. Except that I guess uh, what Doug Ford's thinking would be, I'm only guessing now, surmising from what I've uh, heard in the pipeline, that you know Toronto has areas they can find efficiencies on. I mean, didn't you mandate a 2.5% cut across all departments? I mean, nothing came of that when it came to public health, did it? Well, the bottom line here is that every year when I've asked people to bring in budgets at zero or at 1% increase or whatever, uh, the bottom line is we couldn't have achieved what we've achieved. And I think people should take very careful note of this when they listen to what uh, Mr. Ford, Premier Ford, has to say. We have achieved a budget that each year has kept uh, the tax increase to the rate of inflation or below and substantially expanded services, things like kids travel 12 and under on the TTC free and a low-income fare pass and various expanded services and balance the budget every year. And you don't do that without finding efficiency. So I don't get into the response to every one of those things that get said in these uh, back-and-forth uh, exchanges, but we, we couldn't have achieved what we have and kept our credit rating, by the way, reaffirmed this week. Without, and the credit rating agencies, when they look at the city of Toronto, they say, and you can go read their reports, don't listen to me, they say we are a city that is very well managed. Is there more efficiency to be found, like some of the stuff that the Auditor General found? And by the way, we increased her budget by 13% so that she could go and find more. But I've run a big company, and I know that in a big company, you are always finding inefficiencies that need to be corrected, and any big organization has that, and I accept the fact that in the city of Toronto government, we have lots more to do in finding waste. I said when they were mocking us this week about that, I will look forward to reading the report of the Auditor General of Ontario next fall, which will catalog in its 250 pages, as it does every year, all the stuff she found in the current Ontario government. But I won't mock them about it, because I'll say, well, look, that's why you have the Auditor General, and you go about, the real key is, do you fix it? So, you know, we've got lots of work to do on that, but I'd rather be sitting with uh, Premier Ford or his ministers talking about ways in which we can mutually achieve efficiencies, and I've made this offer repeatedly over the last couple of weeks instead of writing letters back and forth. Uh, let's sit down and talk about how we can do public health better, or how we can do child care better, recognizing those are services needed by people, but we all are getting our money from the same taxpayer and therefore should find better ways to do it if we possibly can. Well, that's heartening because, I mean, by shifting the funding formula and putting the onus, I guess, uh, on Toronto, uh, he's got your attention, and perhaps this is a discussion now that'll follow up because he did run, after all, on a, an austerity platform show, so that should come as no surprise. Listen, Mayor, i got to let you go, but I appreciate your weighing in on these matters and uh, wish you the best of success down in Los Angeles again selling the city on film and TV development and uh, which will accrue to all of our benefits so thanks so much for your time as always thank you John very much safe travels John Tory mayor of Toronto on that matter and uh, with Doug Ford I mean it just never ends it's incessant whether it's you know being criticized by the municipal government certainly in opposition the NDP have been railing about anything and everything on a daily basis one such is wait for it the government's position on abortion and reproductive rights. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.